Adversity. Real stories from real people. Persistence Culture presents the Adversity Podcast. All right, we're back. Adversity Podcast, real stories with real people. I feel like uh, we haven't been here for a while. It seems like it's been quite a while. Yeah, actually. you lost weight, I gained weight. That's how. I didn't that's lose how long it's weight. been. <laughs> I'm just leaner. Okay? <laughs> yeah, man, you you look you look good, man. Thank you. Yeah, See, you look you look good. I feel better about myself. There for a minute, I was developing some insecurities, Mambo. No, no. One day, one day, uh, I'll get the same compliment from you when I lose weight. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, another another. Another dope guest today. And, uh, you know, one thing I like about this podcast is I think every guest, I've never met them. This is the first time I meet them. So it's, yeah. it's very it's genuine, very cool. the questions I ask. Uh, Regan Hill is here with us. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. So uh, let's get going. Uh, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Uh, where were you born, raised? All that stuff. Yeah, well, I'm an actress. Um, I moved here in October from Iowa. Yeah, I grew up in Iowa. It was it was it was a great place to grow up, but I was like, oh, I want to, I want a little bit more. <laughs> so I moved to LA um, in the fall to pursue acting. Um, I studied acting in school, communications, and art as well. And this was all in Iowa. This was all in Iowa. Okay. Yeah, I went to University of Iowa. So um, yeah, graduated in the spring, and now I'm here. So, That's cool. So yeah. what what sparked that uh, that thing in your brain to say I want to move to LA? I think I always knew. Um, I I mean I grew up with theater. Um, I always loved movies. I loved storytelling and just everything creative. And I was like, it was either LA or New York. So right. I was like, um, California. The weather is <laughs> better, um, and it's more spread out. And yeah, I just always knew I. I was going to move to L.A. I, I hadn't even been here yet. And I was like, yep, I'm going to move to L.A. When I grew up, I told my parents at like 12. I was like, yeah, I'm moving to L.A. So this um, story sounds very familiar. I know. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like pretty much the, the dream story, you know, yeah. um, small town raised and then big city living. So. So were your expectations of L.A. what you what you expected? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had visited a couple times, um, so I knew what I was getting myself into. But, I mean, it's definitely like, you know, you you romanticize the the dream life, and then you get here, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, reality. <laughs> like, I'm not just living in La La Land. So, um, yeah, but I think it's it's been pretty great, so. And what's uh, uh, what's been the biggest struggle since you since you got to LA? Money? <laughs> like <laughs> just like paying for life um yeah probably that and then um also it's just like starting over you know right. like coming here not knowing many people I knew a couple people going into it but um I really had to start my whole life over meet new friends um get a job you know like all of that stuff it was like this is this is pretty much starting from square one so um, I think that was probably the biggest thing to overcome, I guess. I think uh, uh, back when, uh, you know, I started going to L.A. a lot. I mean, we're, what, like a 45-minute yeah, drive? 40, 50 minutes, something like that. So uh, uh, going back then and, and talking to people who were acting, mm. uh, they, a lot of them were waiters or waitresses. Yeah, yeah. And now it, it seems like there's a little more options with, like, Uber, if you have a car. Yes, Uber, yeah. uh, DoorDash. And a lot of the, those things, is that something that you got into? Yeah, well, so I'm a nanny. Um, I have two, like, part-time nannying jobs. Um, and I 
I love kids. So that was part of the reason I was like, oh, well, nannying would be a good side hustle mm -hmm. um, while I'm auditioning and doing all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I lived in Chicago for a summer just to kind of like test the city waters. And um, I was a waitress then. Mm. So yeah, all those like part-time jobs are really good to just, you know, continue making money and have that hustle as yeah. you're, you're trying to do what you want to do as a full-time job. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, I I remember talking to you out outside and just kind of hearing your story about coming from small town, Iowa, and yeah. then, and then getting into, you know, acting and it, and it, it amazes me, like, how many people don't realize how many people come out here with college educations. Yeah, yeah. So you went from, how big was your high school in Iowa? We had a graduating class of, like, 300. So it wasn't super, super small, but... Um, but it wasn't super. It wasn't See, I had 800 exactly. kids in my graduating class, yes. right? Yeah. And so how many kids were at University of Iowa, though? 20,000? Probably, 25, yeah, probably about that. So there's what's neat is a lot of people don't realize when these small, a lot of these small town kids that go to these big universities, the reason yeah. they can adapt to LA so well is because you've already gone through that culture shock of yeah. holy whatever. Yeah, you exactly. know, I just, I just left a small school. Now I'm going to school that's the size of my town. Yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it helps you kind of like navigate through that. So yeah. kind of talk about some of that going from that small school and transitioning yeah. into that, the big university world and how you kind of feel like that's probably prepared you for yeah. this. Cause a lot of people don't realize how expensive it is out here. Right. A lot of people, yeah. when they come out here, they're not prepared. Like you exactly, said, you were yeah. kind of like, they come out with the dreams and the fancy fairy tales and then they get out here. And as soon as that we talked about hits. this. As soon as that yeah. reality or that first adversity hits, it's kind of like the the negativity starts hitting, the depression starts sinking in. All of a sudden, the drive to Home pursue sick, your goals, yeah, yeah. and within a year, you're back home. Yeah. So, kind of talk about that. How that helped prepare you for this huge? Because this is a huge transition. It is a huge transition, and I I think like the biggest thing I learned just throughout like college and just throughout my life was how important community is. So right when I moved, I was like, I got to get myself in an, into an acting class. I got to reach out to those people who um, I had messaged through Facebook about living together and then timed and or Carly being one of them. Um, and so it was like, I knew I had to meet those people and build my community right away so that I didn't feel so alone in this huge environment. Um, and I kind of, I learned that through, school and then just through various little like things along the way where I was like um, just getting myself into those community building and I just realized how important that was to yeah. surround yourself with like-minded people um, so then going into moving to LA I just knew that's what I had to do so isn't it amazing how many people we have on here that community is like the yeah. common yeah it's the common thread yeah and that and it's the success stories that we have really center around even Brandon, when he was talking about the struggles that he went through, he found community, right? Yeah. He found people that were like-minded by him and gave him the strength to go ask for help and do all the yeah. things he needed to do. So we, this is obviously the adversity podcast and there's a lot of things we want to unpack about, you know, what you're doing now and projects you're doing now, but what are some of those adversities that you hit, you know, that kind of got you into, a place where you were like stronger, yeah. right? Like, let's talk about some of that. Yeah, I mean, 
just with my story of how I went back into acting, because when I started college, like I throughout my whole life, I was doing theater. I wanted to be an actor. I, I was like so young telling my parents, I want to be an actor. And then I think college hit and I was like, oh, I have to have a real job. I have to be like an adult now, you know? So I let go a lot of, of a lot of those creative endeavors of mine and oh my God, I was so depressed. You know, I was like, I was like, I had no creative fulfillment. And then around sophomore year, junior year, I, my dad kind of told me to get back into acting class. Like you have to do this. And then around that time, COVID, and then I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. So it was like, my my whole life was like, boom, boom, boom. Like everything was just happening. But what really got me through that was acting class. And I was like, like utilizing this emotion that I felt within another person's life and just being able to empathize with these characters while also struggling in my own life was just so huge for me. So yeah, that was like a a big step in my life to realizing that I can overcome so much and and do what I want to do and continue pursuing that. So, so talk to us. You got diagnosed with Lyme disease. Yeah, yeah. That happened around junior year. Actually, my little sister, my mom also were diagnosed with Lyme disease. Yeah, we because we grew up in Iowa. We were like playing in the woods, you know, growing up and it just takes a tick bite. And then it's like so I'm we're really lucky that we found it so early on. Um, At that point, it had probably been about five years that I had it. And it was my freshman year of college where it really, really impacted my life. And we didn't really know what was going on. We thought maybe it was just the change of, you know, life. And um, because it was like, it was like affecting a lot of my neurological, like I was having anxiety, like panic attacks, like I never had before. Mm -hmm. I was, I was like not motivated like I used to be. And then I was just getting sick all the time. It was like strep, then mono, then all of these things because my immune system was just so shot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then, yeah, junior year, beginning of junior year, my sister had been diagnosed first. And my mom was like, you know, some of these symptoms are similar. So she had me um, test. And I remember like, completely being like oh there's no way and I was like fighting the test I was like no like I don't have Lyme disease like there's just no way and maybe something deep down in my gut just didn't want that like reality hit but um yeah I I remember I was in my COVID quarantine like and I get the call from my mom and she was like yes so it was positive I was like my life is over like this is the worst thing ever um but no, it ended up being a huge lesson for me along the way. Just because I think, like, obviously throughout my life, I had other struggles here and there, but it was more like high school drama, like, you know, things like that. And then this was like kind of the first time in my life where something was like really Eye-opening. happening. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, that was. It was such a crazy time in my life, but... So how do they... So I'm not familiar enough with Lyme disease to really even have an intelligent conversation. So what are some of the effects that Lyme disease causes? This is the thing about it is it affects everyone in such different ways. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's one of those things that they don't have much research on, right? I mean, they're, they're researching more now, but it's, it's taken like the health community a while to like figure this out 
but yeah, it affects people in such different ways. I know a lot of people who get like joint pain and just various, like, like with me, it was kind of just my immune system and my, I was just getting sick all the time. Probably a lot of fatigue. Fatigue. Yeah. That's a huge one. I I read a little bit about, about it, uh, maybe a couple months ago and, uh, Someone, someone that I know went through it and they, they, they would forget everything. It's like they knew yes, what they were doing. Yeah. And they, no way, really? they brain fog. Yeah, that's like, brain yeah, fog, yeah, it's, that's a huge one I have too. brain farts. I don't know if those, <laughs> those are the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's a huge one too. Um, my little sister was getting that a lot too. Cause she like, she was in middle school, like going into high school at the time and her personality had just completely shifted. Really? Yeah, it was it was crazy to watch, but did you? How did that impact you? Because you got that before COVID. Yes, yes. So how was that going through COVID, knowing that your immune system was already? Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Did you I even mean, get COVID? Did you ever get? COVID? I did get COVID. Yeah, because I was in my quarantine, have like with COVID, while I got the call about having Lyme disease. Oh wow! Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh! It was it was so crazy. Um, were you scared at any point going through that? I wasn't like scared, like, like because COVID just affected me, like, um, with exhaustion and like, um, a minor like cough and, you know, it felt more like the flu, I guess. Right. And I had been sick so many times before I wasn't like fearful of my life or anything, but it definitely did make me think about like, uh, just getting sick in a whole new way. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. You never. So know. you're kind of this bubbly, fun, energetic <laughs> person, right? Like I can't even imagine you like just being wow. Yeah. So were you always like this, or so you, was it like super noticeable when all of a sudden you were just like, it was zero energy, yeah. zero desire to do it. So it was. It really it was huge. Yeah, and I remember like like having conversations with my parents because I didn't really notice it you know I'm just like growing up I'm just going through life I'm like well this is me now so like my I remember having a conversation because all of this stuff has been pretty much figured out now um I'm still gonna have it I'm still always gonna have it but I'm at a way better place now with it because we did catch it so early but I had this conversation with my parents where when all of this stuff when I was my personality was coming back and like my dad was like I just, this is so great. Like I, I have my Reagan back, you know? That's cool. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't see it, you know, but I do remember freshman year just experiencing like depression in like just Mm -hmm. a way that I never experienced. And, and I I think that was, that played a huge part of me too, where I was like, um, ah, I have to be an adult. Like I, I can't, do creative things. That's like a silly childhood thing. So like on top of not having these creative endeavors, I was like extremely unmotivated. So it was like, it was, it was rough, but yeah. yeah. So now that you're in LA, cause I always find it interesting in like you were talking about living situations, you know, yeah. like the, the actors and actresses that have to come yeah. out here and get, uh, roommates, right. Yes. You know, Never met, never don't met know. them. <laughs> yes, right? yeah. So, kind of talk about how you were able to find because you said you had some pretty solid yes. roomies. Which is, yeah, I was telling her, I said, you know, when I was in college, I I roomed with some of my 
best friends right, that I knew. Right. And six weeks into this thing, I was like, man, we are really good as friends, but we yes. are not good roommates. <laughs> that is how it goes. That's how it goes. I like you, but not that much. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, yeah. yeah. You have your room, I got mine. How exactly. about we just keep it that way? Exactly. So kind of talk about like how you were able to find and with coming from that kind of background, did it make you more skeptical or did it make you more open to other people? Like how did that, how did that yeah. impact you with going through everything you went through, the small town, big school, COVID, Lyme disease, yeah. going from not acting back to acting. I mean, it's just, you had a lot going yeah, on. I had a lot and going then we're on. And then we're all coming to LA. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, thank God for Facebook. Cause that it was like a Facebook group, like young female LA roommate search or whatever. And so I was just, people will post, I'm looking for so-and-so and, um, so then you just reach out to them and see if you click. Um, and and then we, like, would FaceTime and stuff like that. And you kind of – you get an understanding of it, whether or not you're going to, like, work with, um, you know, these people as roommates. But um, I got really lucky finding two amazing roommates. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I got so lucky with that, but they're both great. And we all just met through that Facebook and then – facetimed and it was just like all right and everything happened pretty fast because i mean la the housing is like boom 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 so we were like all right we're signing this place we're living together this is this is it and then we all moved in and we were like okay this is this is gonna work <laughs> like this is pretty great so. and they're all working on the same mission as you um so one of them is a singer um she's awesome she's got that like creative you know thing going on too um the other one has like a corporate job um, so we're like really a good mix. Right. I think we have like that. Um, we're not all working on the same thing, but we're all like, you know, we work together really well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been great. And they've become some of my closest friends. So yeah. It's Who really cooks? Mm. There's always one that cooks. Yeah. The restaurant down the street. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, I would say probably... Ugh, I feel like we all are kind of even with it, but probably the singer make like cooks the most with her own recipes. Yeah. The corporate girl, she like she'll you know what like Hello Fresh is? She'll yeah. do like stuff like that okay. where she gets those recipes, the pre like arranged recipes, and then she makes it with that. So she'll cook, and then I'm like. I don't know. Maybe I'm like the least. <laughs> I'm like, I'll make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I'm out the door. So yeah, but I try. That could try. be a, that could be a TV show, right? Yeah. The corporate girl, the singer, yeah. and the actress. Yeah. All roommates. We were talking about that. We were like, I feel like we're all the main character. Like this is just like a great, great mix. So yeah. It's pretty fun. So yeah. when, uh, I mean you, you have your plan A right now. Yes. Do you have a plan B? I've heard don't have a plan B because the, then you won't do plan A. So I'm not going to have a plan B until I need to have a plan B. But, um, and you know, that the reason I ask is that I was the same way. Like I never had yeah. a plan B because I have to make this work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think I, I have that mentality too where I'm like, well, what would I do if I didn't do this? This is all I'm like, this is all I want to do. I'm like right. giving everything to this right now. I'm not going to even think about if I have to do something else. So, and you said you, you got here in the fall. Yeah. In the fall. And what's, what's been the biggest struggle? I mean, with finding acting work. Um, 
I mean, I think it's just always been like the rejection, like the amount of work you put into it and then the very limited reward you get, you know, mm. you just have to believe in the work so much to be able to do audition after audition and then get a no and a no and a no until finally there's a yes. And I think like roles, the right roles come into my life at the right time. Cause I mean, it's also another thing too, is it's like, I want this role so, so, so bad. And I audition for it and I don't get it. And then the project comes out and you're like, oh yeah, that person was way better for it anyway. <laughs> like they did a way better job than I could have done. So it's like, I, I just trusting that the right roles will come into my life. Right. And there's a, a perfect example of that is the role that I'm currently working on. Um, it's filming in July, but the girl in it uh, just got a heart transplant and Lyme affected my heart. Oh, and wow. so I was like, I was like, this is like incredibly healing, you know, right. like, and I think that's part of the reason I got the role too. Cause I remember like discussing that in the audition where I was like, yeah, this is um, what I went through and why I feel so empathetic towards this character. Yeah. So I think, I think the right roles come into my life at the right time. And so. are you doing acting classes still like at night with that community of people that you came in with? Yeah. So I'm not doing acting classes right at this moment. I think just a bunch of work like shot into my life. And I was like, well, I'd rather be working than class. But I was doing classes for, I want to say like four months. Um, at and the how beginning. many nights a week were you doing that? That was about like two nights a week. And then you were doing auditions on top auditions, of that. Yeah, on top of that. So that's a lot. Yeah, and nannying on top of that. And <laughs> yeah. How many hours do you think you were putting into all of it every week? Oh, I'm so bad at like numbers. 80, 90? Yeah, a lot, a lot. I mean, 40 hours is a regular work week. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about like 40 hours of yeah. that, you're not getting maybe more. You're exactly. not even getting paid for. Exactly. Because if you do all the work, like Carly was telling us, you do the videos and stuff oh, where you yeah, video each other and, and kind of get everything down yeah. and then, you know, you do all yeah. that. It's and just, that's a lot too. It's like you're preparing an entire character just for an audition that may or may not happen, right. you know, um, which that's a whole, a whole nother crazy thing about just acting. But how, how hard was that first? No. Um, you know, I was really young. I remember cause I, this was like a theater audition and it was for white Christmas and it was a little girl. And I think I was, I was, I had to have been like eight or nine. Um, and I went in with all the other little girls and we're like doing our little, like our circle of singing. We would each go one by one and I did it. I, I got, I got my <laughs> audition out there. And then I remember like, like we found out that week and I was refreshing, 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 just like waiting for my name to be on this cast list and my name was not on the cast list and I was so disappointed I was like what like I tried so hard like I'm supposed to be doing this so oh it was really hard especially for like an eight-year-old you know you're like do you, you feel understand. that that situation prepped you for definitely future definitely yeah. yeah I think just throughout my whole entire life I was I was preparing without even realizing it that to understand what no means and um, to understand that that doesn't mean you won't ever get a part because you never know. You just, you never know. You got to, I think that's what separates the people who continue trying and the people who stop. Yeah. 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 I, I, I look at moments where, you know, I didn't get 
things the way I wanted. Yes. And then now I look at them from my age now and I was like, that's why it didn't happen back then. Because exactly. I would have messed it up back then. Yeah. No, I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I I think that it also is a huge lesson mm-hmm. that I just didn't know I had to learn at the time. Yeah. What's yeah. Uh, what what would what would you say would be your dream role? Oh, that's, Ooh, that's such a, a good, good question. question. <laughs> oh, he's got I ha- good questions. Yes, I have like a whole list of things I would love to do. I'd love to do like some type of like Victorian era thing. <laughs> I also like I have this like um struggle of am I a comedic actress or am I a dramatic actress? Like I think I I'd, I'd love to just like marry the two and do <laughs> some kind of dark comedy. Right. Oh, there's so many there's so many roles though that I'd love to play cuz I'd love to do like a real person as well, like play a real person. I think that'd be really interesting to do all the research for. Yeah, there's so many. What's <laughs> so your many. what's your So you're going you, you did um drama theater yes right and now we're doing screen yeah which we've talked about before two different things way different do you think because i feel like right now you're just focusing on screen right out here in la do you think at any point you may start merging kind of back into the theater thing Yeah. yeah yeah i love theater i think there's something about theater where you're you're in front of a live audience and that energy is like palpable like you can just feel everyone's energy and it's like there's something so special about that especially too in moments of like um like I remember some high school production that I did and there was like like this big reveal the whole time you think my character is like the bad one and then there's like a big reveal where it's like the opposite and I remember that gasp in the audience and like I was like oh that was like one of the first times I felt that too you know where I was like wow what I'm doing is powerful. <laughs> so like that was like so, so cool. And I, I mean, theater was my first love. That's where I fell in love with stories. So um, I definitely would love to do theater again. Yeah. Um, I think there's something, I mean, just with like acting style too, there's something so different with theater and screen. And I, right now I'm focusing on screen because I, I do feel that, there's something special with that too it's there's more of a like intimate moment that can happen with screen acting because you're you're almost like the only two there of course there's like the cameras and crew and everyone around you but it becomes so immersive that you feel like this is a real moment and you can speak as if like if you have to whisper you can whisper because the mic is right there on you where in theater you can't do that so much because you have to project to the last person in the back row of the audience so yeah I love both of them for different reasons mm-hmm. but I definitely would love to work in movies yeah. um so yeah that's cool yeah so so uh uh if if uh when you're not focused on the acting stuff what do you what do you like to do on your on your free time yeah well I write a lot because it makes me feel like I'm working when I'm not actually working mm-hmm. and creating characters and developing that and I also because of my art like studies and everything like that I I have such admiration for the actual like cinematic process you know 
So right now I'm actually producing a short film. Someone said the best way, like the most universal advice I got about breaking into the industry was make your own stuff. Because if you aren't, you're not just going to be given all these characters that you want to play, mm-hmm. like create one for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's what I did. So in the fall, we're filming that um, back in Iowa. Really? So, yeah. The, the, the movie yeah. you produced, you wrote yeah. it and produ- yeah. produced it? Yeah, it's a short film. That's cool. Um how yeah. long do you think that'll take you to shoot? About five days. So it's a, it, it's it'll be about like a 20, 30 minute movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have five days set out. This has also been a crazy journey too, just like learning how to produce something from scratch, right. you know? And I've found amazing, amazing people. I have some great friends who were like, I'm on board, like sign That's me up. Cool. Um, and we just have such a good team of people mm-hmm. who um, are working so hard for something that I wrote, which is really cool. Like I, I didn't know that, um, I didn't know what that feeling would, would feel like. Um, yeah, we're like auditioning right now, which is really crazy. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, like to be on the back end of it is really exciting. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. So what's that's the name cool. of the film that's coming out that you're in this fall? This fall it's called nesting doll. It's basically about, so the girl who just got her heart transplant is meeting with the parents of the daughter whose heart she has oh. now. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's intense. That's um, pretty powerful. It's yeah. really powerful. It's based on a short story that uh, the author is actually putting out an anthology series. I think 2024, maybe so next year, about motherhood. It's just all these short stories, fiction stories about motherhood, and the short film is one of those stories that will be in the book. Yeah, so that's, it's, that's really it's really neat. exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited that's for really that. Ex- so what other yeah. stuff do you have working as well right now? Um, That's a good question. I'm like, <laughs> there's so much. Because a lot of it, too, is just, like, writing. I have, like, 40 projects going on at once all the time just with, like, things in the back of my mind that I'm like, okay, in the future, I'd love to film this thing that I'm writing. Um but just going back, whenever I have, like, an idea for a particular story, I'll, I'll just write it down. And then um, if I have a lot of ideas, I'll, I'll start to write something or I'll just jot down a quick note or whatever. But, yeah, I think I'm I'm just always, like, thinking about the future and what what's next, what project can I do next. So that's I think that's how I got into kind of writing my own work because I was like oh I I'd love to play a character like this like where is that how do I make that happen Mm -hmm. write it you know so yeah so after uh after uh when when you said you have a lot of projects that you're always thinking of sometimes up to 40 yeah how how do your notes look (laughs) oh crazy like my notes app on my iPhone is so disorganized i need to like carry around a little notepad or something so that i can actually like physically write these things down because i'm like oh what was that idea that i had and then i have to go like search it in my notes app to like i'm like what did i even title it like how do you, i a lot of times i'll just write movie idea and then like write the idea and so then i can just look up movie idea then i scroll through all of the <laughs> movie ideas that there's i there's categories inside of categories yeah, exactly it's, it's <laughs> chaos i need like a better organization sounds like my eye recorder app <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah oh it's, it's yeah i just chaos. organized my my notes i think like two weeks ago it oh took me gosh. it took me like a whole saturday because i was i wasn't putting titles yes. and then, you know there was a bunch of stuff in there and I, uh the reason i asked was because uh 
I, I'm the same way. When an yeah. idea pops up, I need to write it down. Exactly, exactly. And then when I have free time, for some reason, I go back to work too. Yeah. And I look at my notes and then, you know, work started another project. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's exactly how it is. And I, I think that's like, well, because obviously some ideas will stick and some ideas will be thrown out maybe for later. or I don't know. But yeah, it's it's the just continuing that like practice of... Mm-hmm always thinking about things and I don't know what's the next what's the next project that I can work on I feel like I have like my life planned out like years in advance I'm like okay like in two years time I'll, I'll be working on this movie so I'm like <laughs> which is probably not how it's gonna happen but yeah I don't know but you're I'm, planning those seeds at least exactly yeah, yeah. exactly might. Yeah. you know it might it might, it might yeah I mean, so you, you work hard know. enough that's one thing that you know, I've I've learned over over the course of my of my life is that hard work always always wins. Yeah. Yep. Hard yeah. work always always wins, and if you put in the work, you know, you're not if you put in the work, not expecting necessarily to be the best, mm-hmm. you know, but you put in work to live your best life. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then what happens is you end up doing that. Yeah. Right, you do end up living a really good, amazing life filled with great opportunities, great accomplishments, yeah. great family, great friends. And you look back when you get older, and you look at the fabric of your life that you've laid out for the past years, decades, yeah. and you go, "Man, that's awesome!" But it's all going to be founded through hard work, yeah. you know. So, I think that's a key element that I love hearing in your story is like you're you've got all these great ideas, and instead of kind of just letting them go you're putting the work in and you're doing yeah. it and you're putting it together there's a lot of talented people that don't put in work yeah and, you know they it yeah. just goes away regret it down yeah. the, down the road exactly. I mean, even this podcast for example i mean if you got four people now involved in this thing mm-hmm. right and we all have to come together and work hard at it and he's got a million things going i'm partially retired and kind of (laughs) dealing with a lot of other stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah. then tyler's super busy and carly's super busy but you know when you find something that you're that you're that you're passionate about with a group of people Mm -hmm. it really starts to catch fire that's what's neat Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward i think this short film for you is a really neat experience because you created an idea yeah your friends are coming together to help you put the content and the vision together. And then, so everyone's going to be able to reap the benefit yeah, yeah. of your vision yeah. because of the work that's being put into it. And you'll see, it won't even be just your work, right? It's going to be everybody Everyone, else's yeah. work going into it. Yeah. I'm really excited to see this project. Oh, I'm so I, excited too. You'll have to, once it's all done, yeah. send it to us so we can like link it and put a oh, link yeah. and promote yes. it and do yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited about that. I think that's what's so cool about this industry, too, is just it's such a team effort. It's such a collaborative field. And, like, everyone is so smart and creative. And it's so cool to work on something with mm-hmm. like-minded people. So, yeah. yeah, it's really, really special. And you know what? I think it's so dope, too, that you you're, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you could put the stamp on this too. Like I, we grew up when there was no internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phones. If we wanted to call somebody, we had to pull over and get some change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you're really taking advantage of all these tools that are out there. Yeah, and not, totally. Not just for one thing, but the 40 projects that you have <laughs> going on. That's so incredible. No, yeah. exactly. That's really impressive, Reagan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Cause actually a couple of the people working on this project, they are in Chicago. They're based in Chicago. We do Zoom meetings 
Zoom is like Zoom. Zoom changed. It's a game changer. I, yeah. Thank you, COVID. Yes, <laughs> I know. Like the one, the one um, benefit. But yeah, whoever created Zoom is now living in Malibu, <laughs> yeah, right next exactly. to Jay Z and Beyonce. For real. <laughs> I know. Why foods. didn't I think of that? Why? How? How did I not think of that? You know, it's kind of unfortunate. Like Skype could have done that. Yeah, it was just Poor bad Skype. marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bad brand management. Well, you, I guess. you think of all the social media. Uh, apps out there uh, yeah. myspace could have been yeah oh, I, mean, exactly. there's, yeah. I know there's tons know. of companies out there that it's amazing how they how, i mean you even like with just just different things like google right there's yeah. other search engines how did google become Yahoo. google you yeah. know just marketing branding yeah. the whole thing totally so it's pretty cool i'm excited for you oh, all right man you. well uh be be on the lookout for this name reagan hill what's your uh yeah show us your instagram handles oh yeah so my instagram is at reagan hilly with an ie um, and then if you want to follow the project coming up, it's at the grief project film. Um, that's the one that I wrote. The groove, the grief, the grief, yeah, grief, project, the grief project film. film. Yeah. On Instagram. Both okay. of those are Instagram. So. Okay. All right. Perfect. Looking, yeah. looking forward to those projects. Uh, anything else we want to put out there? It's good the, vibes yeah, and good lots of vibes. love. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much, uh, for, for joining us today. And thank you, uh, Reagan for uh, sharing your story thank with you. us. You're, you're going to take some time off, correct? Yeah, I'll be gone for a little bit, but when I get back, we'll have some fun stories to go over of uh, some neat experiences that are going on. Yeah, I think when you get back, it should just be me and you, because I think you're going to have a lot to talk can, about we on can, the next yeah, one. Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah, that, that, yeah that'll be, be a good dope. one right there. Reagan, thank you so much for taking thank the you. time, and uh, make sure uh, you guys check out all the episodes on uh, the Apple a Podcast app, also on Spotify, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.